Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. And, of course, you can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us, too. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And so many of you are gearing up to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. But first... We're going to talk about Memorial Day. It is just right around the corner. Can't believe it's coming up quick, fast, in a hurry. And as you know, there'll be many great events. And one that is uh, gearing up to happen again at Trustmark Park is uh, a wonderful event uh, that is going to recognize the service of our men and women in uniform and also the late Sev with a workout. And joining us to tell us a little bit more is Chief Tom Brutetta. Bruetta? How do you say it? Say it again. It's Butera. Butera. I'll just call you Tom. Um, okay. So this is the fourth annual SEV workout, but it's the second time you guys have used Trustmark Park as the location for this bit or made it a bigger event. So I guess last year was a success for you guys to come back. Yes, ma'am. Uh, we had a great turnout last year and a great response. And the Mississippi Braves asked us to come back again. And that you are going to do. Y'all are gearing up to do it on. Now, it's not on Memorial Day. It's not on the Monday. It's on that actual weekend. So what's the date for the event? It's going to be Saturday, May 27th at 7 a.m. And so walk us through that day because it's not just going to be the workout, which we'll get into, but everything else that's going to be a part of of the great celebration and honoring um, those that have lost their life because that is what Memorial Day is all about. Yes, ma'am. So first of all, the workout will be conducted in several heats in order to have a better organized event. And then we have food trucks. We have burgers and blues are coming out. We have a, a Southern Beverage is sending a, a beer cart, which I'm sure everybody will be excited about. And then we have a plethora of local vendors that are going to be setting up uh, tents, as well as we've got kid-friendly activities we've got bounce houses there should be a whole wide range of things for people to do so let's talk about that workout because i feel like it's gaining momentum people are learning about it it's a challenging one it's one that uh, you can come out and effectively do at any stage or level you just would sort of need to i guess adjust it to to your skill set um but it serves a purpose so explain to us how the sev workout came about uh yes ma'am so everyone when whenever someone uh is killed overseas. Uh, CrossFit, as an organization, prescribes a, a workout for that person. It's called a hero workout of the day or wad. Um, so Sev's workout is prescribed. Uh, as, that's the CrossFit term. It's prescribed as a uh, fifty strict pull-ups, a uh, hundred hand-release push-ups, and a five k run with your kit on or the the weight vest, uh, whichever you prefer to use. And uh, it's done for time. 
So, which is always exciting because then you can come back and one that many may know or be gearing up for too is the Murph, which usually happens around Memorial Day, and um, I think you know it's a it's a great way to pay your honor and your respects and to come together for a like-minded reason but then it's an also way to challenge yourself and to sort of put yourself through something brutally fun is that a great way of saying it tom for for a good good for for a good cause have you done the workout yet have you done it over the last couple years uh yes ma'am i wasn't here for last year's but i've been training for it uh you know in order to everybody wants to have the best time so yeah i've been working pretty hard at that so i couldn't remember the boys who joined us last year here on good things to talk about this event said someone holds Holds the record. Do you know what the record is? I believe it's 28 minutes right now. That's nuts. I mean, 28 minutes with a vest on just to run a 5K would be impressive. And then you add in the pull-ups and the push-ups to it um, as well, and you can see where you can get a bit of a challenge. I feel like your youth athletes, um, your high schoolers and all your football players, this would be a great sort of test of their endurance, all for a good cause to sort of come out. Is there a age limit or, I guess, recommendation for the workout or can you scale it to what your abilities are how is that going to work out yes ma'am so uh like like i said uh as prescribed is is the the term that people use so if you uh if you don't feel like you can complete it with the vest on you can do it without it or you can also compete in the, the the 5k um, but I would say the age range is probably appropriate as 16 to, you know, as, as old as you, as young as you feel, you know. I feel like for because this is a good cause, everything raised here during this event. And I know you've got the SEV workout and then you've got the boys with Fist Squad and you've got a lot of other things going on that day. I think Trustmont Park that Saturday, the 27th, is just being transformed into a great Memorial Day celebration. Am I correct in that? Yes, ma'am. And so I feel I've always wanted to, like, charge our high school school, um, football, baseball, whatever it may be, get a little competitive spirit and come out and see if you can hang with the military men and women who will be doing the sub. And you can see if you get improved the next year. I think that's the fun part out. But how many did y'all have last year, Tom? I believe we had uh, about 110. Oh, that's a great turnout. And so you're probably looking for more this year? The more the merrier. The more the merrier. Do we need to sign up prior to it or can we come the day of or... Uh, the best way to do it would be to sign up prior to. So, uh, actually, we've got a race roster page. If you just search SEV workout on Google, it's going to bring you straight to it. And then that way we can better determine uh, how to set up the heats to keep things organized. With 110 last year, I'm assuming the heats are uh, were some uh, constructive feedback for this coming up year because I can imagine 110 going at once is a lot. Um, do you know about how many will be in a heat or if... Y'all are just going to figure that out later. Yes, ma'am. It's going to probably be determined by the amount of uh, people we have signed up. Well, this is exciting. I think this is something to look forward to. If somebody wanted to start training for it, I wouldn't say now you should have been training for it. But if you want to think about it, is there, do y'all have any like cheat workouts or things to think about or walk someone through what to do prior to? I don't know. Run and start doing pull-ups and push-ups. <laughs> you know, that's the best. That was the best uh, sort of response. Just run. Just start doing uh, doing those things. I would say, as someone who has um, done Mark for the last eight years, if you've never done pull-ups, push-ups, or ran with a vest, this is not the time to try it out for the first time. Probably come out and just use your own body weight for the first first yeehaw and then give it a go um sort of next year do you really have people of all fitness levels in that 110 or are you 
all specimen fitness specimens. No, we have people of all fitness levels, and you know it's geared for for everyone to to come out and participate. And so, even if that's not your thing, I did hear you say, Tom, that you could come out and walk or run the just the five k. Can you come out and spectate all you fitness specimens doing your doing your thing? Absolutely, you can come out and watch us. It's free admission, so <laughs> you can tell. I think this. I think it's fun. I would love to see it catch on, um, like other workouts or hero wads have. Uh, Sev is a, a local. Um, serviceman and so his family I'm sure will be there a lot of the people he he served with will also be there so it's very very meaningful usually those workouts are very specific to what the individual enjoyed I know Murph was one off of what um, the, the gentleman I can't think of his first name but Murph was his last name um, who passed away that was something he did in his own sort of workouts does this reflect Sev and what he enjoyed working or uh, when he was working out uh, yes, ma'am. Absolutely. I believe that gentleman's name is uh, was Michael Murphy. Thank you, Michael Murphy, and they called him Murph. Um, <laughs> yes, and so so you're doing a little piece of what he would have enjoyed, and so that makes it personal. Yes, ma'am. He uh, he was a, uh, a physical specimen. He was a guy that was really into fitness, and uh, that's what led to the inspiration behind his workout. All right. Any? What's the? I see free here. Is it a free event to get in, or is it free to do the work? What do we What do we need to know in terms of money? So for uh, the 5K or the workout to participate, it's twenty dollars. Um, all of that goes towards the Special Forces Foundation, which is a 501c3 nonprofit. Um, and then spectating uh, is free. And then also, uh, obviously, you know, um, there's all the vendors and food trucks and stuff like that. So, so what was your time last year, Tom? I, I actually... Or not last year. You didn't do it last year, the year before. No, I haven't done it yet. Oh, so you haven't I'm, done it at all I'm, yet. I'm oh. hoping to get below 32 this year. Below 30? I'd like to just do a full... No, I could do a 5K below 32. I was just trying to trying to, trying to to figure out where. So if 20... You said 20. What's the... 28 what, was the, the record. What's the record? Do you cut anybody off at any time? That would be terrible. <laughs> you, don't no. get, you don't... So like, <laughs> you have like the sweep-up crew that comes behind. So no, if you start it, you've got until the park closes that night... Um, to finish it. Yes, ma'am. You've got until opening pitch to, to wrap it up. <laughs> that would be me and Rhino. <laughs> it's like, so sorry, guys. We're going to start a ball game. And I think that's important to mention also is this entire uh, event that kicks off with you guys in that morning. It wraps up with the Mississippi Braves that night. And so it really has become this great entire day uh, full of, of honoring our men and women, um, celebrating Memorial Day or paying respects to Memorial Day. And, yeah, you can come far and wide, and it's going to be a good time. Where do we go to sign up? Yes, ma'am. We've got a race roster. Uh, is the the company that registers everybody. So, like I said, just Google Sevwad, S-E-V-W-O-D, and it'll, it'll be the first thing that pops up. You'll have to keep me in touch of who holds the record after this year. Yes, ma'am, we will. I feel like we need, to ta- we, need to, we need to talk about that every, every year. And then the one who gave it their first go. I think that's uh, important as well. All right. Thank you for your service and your time. And you guys stick with this. we got more for you coming up next. And stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. 
the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Things we are on computer, your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, even YouTube, and you can also catch Good Things Live on Ceasefire TV. If you've got that, we are on channel 70, right next to the Weather Channel, which is today in the central area at least. It's just welcome to rainy May, which is just light and rainy and muggy, and in comes the humidity and the heat, and woe is me. And all of you who enjoy the winter are going to be like, you guys like this? That's, a, you know, that's coming up. Yeah. I was told the, the rain was supposed to end at the end of April and there was supposed to be like flowers or something in May. April showers brings May flowers. But the last part of May, man, she did us. I mean, the last part of April, like the last week or so, she did us right. So hopefully, though, hopefully it's just slight showers. Rain does grow corn corn makes well you know how the song goes so we need that too so (laughs) so i guess hopefully it will not uh, interfere with many of your weekend plans i did have one more thing happening on a main street this weekend Biloxi's main street's first friday block party is continuing in a new location with blackwater brass so that's going to be a good time Biloxi main street first party block party is loving their new location for the 2023 season may 5th that's today is going to feature great entertainment with Hansboro Slim Band at 5 o'clock. So you only got a few more minutes, a few more minutes, a few more hours, I guess, a few more minutes to figure out your plans. You got Blackwater Brass. Uh, brass. Depends <laughs> on what your definition is. <laughs> Many well, minutes. That, that is a, it would be a completely different band. A few minutes. Blackwater Brass is on at 7 p.m. And so they want you uh, for everyone to come out to this lively, fun event. It's going to take place from 5 to 9 p.m in downtown Biloxi. But this is back. The uh, month's first Friday is going to continue in this new location, and it's on the corner of Bond and Howard Avenue if you're looking for that. So, hey, that's something to think about, too, as you plan your summer vacations and getaways if you're heading to the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and it is going to be around the first of the um, the month of the upcoming months. Make sure you add that Friday in. It seems like you're going to get some free um, entertainment and some good uh, good food and opportunities in downtown Biloxi. So factor that into into your pla- into your planning time. And if you're in the area, go and enjoy what's in your backyard. And today in our backyard, it's Cinco de Mayo. I simply cannot let this holiday that's so American come <laughs> come and go. Kinda is. <laughs> Kinda is. How you're our historian here? Uh, it's it has become Americanized. Uh, like everything else, and yeah. we probably turned something that was sacred and holy into something that is debauchery. Well, it was all that sacred, but yeah, debauchery and partying. So, how did it start? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it is a celebration of Mexican independence, but it's it's not usually celebrated in the same way we do it. Meaning, meaning it's not celebrated with ponchos and sombreros and margaritas and tacos. So in the early 1860s, as the Civil War erupted, these communities took up their banner of the Cinco de Mayo celebration as a way to commemorate the cause, freedom, and democracy. So today in the United States, Americans celebrate Mexican-American heritage and pride annually on May on May 5th. And we do that with 
margaritas and queso dip and heading out to our favorite Mexican restaurant. I even saw on our branding page one of our favorite Mexican places has a really big tent out in the front, and they're going to have karaoke and sort of all the things and kind of embrace it. And who doesn't like an, uh, a good excuse to get out and sing karaoke and eat chips and salsa and um, your favorite Mexican dish? And we do this every year, and it makes me entirely hungry. But what do you order when you go to your favorite Mexican? Like, give me your Mexican order because it is one of the places that doesn't change. Like Waffle House, you go in, you're usually not varying from like what you want. You can just rip out your order and that is what you look forward to when you go there. You don't change it up very often. Mexican restaurant is pretty much the same way. You walk in, you probably don't even need the menu. If you go to a different Mexican restaurant, Nine times out of ten, the only reason why you're looking at the menu is to see what they call what you want, because sometimes it's different numbers or different things in different places. And then if you don't find it in the description, you try to figure out the best way to explain to them what it is that you want. Well, in fairness, Mexican food is made up, a majority of it's made up with a tortilla, a protein, cheese, beans, and rice. Yes. And it's just how you fold the tortilla or what protein is in it is what you call it. My daughter has started at home when we eat Mexican or tacos. She f- she does not roll hers like a soft taco, like you would roll or sort of fold up and eat that way or sort of roll it into like a burrito and eat it that way. She folds it flat, so like you're going to make a case, like a quesadilla, but you don't. And then she fold, like so. Then we fold it again, so it's like a double stacked quesadilla. So like a flat, you know, a flat quesadilla. You just take a soft shell. Two tortillas for a quesadilla. Or you flap it over like an omelet, depending on. Everywhere, anytime I go to a Mexican restaurant and I order a quesadilla and they fold it over, I feel like I got cheated. Because a quesadilla is two tortillas. Until today, I was never offended. Uh, (laughs) Now, I am officially offended at the quesadilla makings in certain restaurants. I never thought about it. But at home, even if we would make quesadillas, it would be the folded over part just because, I don't know. But now you have me questioning everything that I thought I knew about Mexican cuisine, which is absolutely nothing. Anyway, she'd fold it over. And then we then fold it again, and it's just her little way of of doing life. So it's like a quadrant. Oh, the quesadilla. So it's like if Big Mac was a taco, because you got all the bread and the meat now all stacked into one bite. Yeah, it's not bad. So <laughs> what do you order? Uh the one I get at the Mexican restaurant I go to is called a Happy Plate. But it's one of those where no matter where you go, you're going to have to find it on the menu. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the simplest thing. It's the Mexican rice with usually I get the mixture, like the chicken, steak, and shrimp, and then cheese sauce and fajita vegetables. Do you add extra cheese sauce on the top? Not usually, because the place I go to, they're not stingy with the queso on top. So I don't have to get extra. It just depends on where Do I you go. like shredded chicken or fajita chicken? I prefer the shredded chicken. Which is an ask, an extra ask, because usually it comes with fajita chicken. You normally have to ask for the shredded chicken. I mean, I don't, I don't mind fajita chicken. It's just shredded chicken. Feels like it goes further. Yeah. What do they normally put the shredded chicken in? 
I think you I mean, you can get shredded chicken burritos. You can get shredded chicken tacos. You can get shredded chicken empanadas. So if I see, usually my go-to is fajitas because white girl does Mexican, right? Like you order fajitas and that's just what you do because it's safe. It, but I am branching out in certain places if I can find street tacos because they are the corn. With yeah, the, a little doubled up corn tortilla. Uh-huh. With this, the meat. And then usually it comes out with smaller of the like the sides and you get to build sort of white your own onions and cilantro and, pico and, lime. and like some other sort of sauces and stuff and so i find that just enough it's not overkill like we can come with the with the fajitas it's just enough um but but yeah that and the, what is it oh what's pork in spanish carnitas yeah the carnitas if you see <laughs> look at me <laughs> you said pork, and I kept saying, my brain kept going, pollo. And I'm like, no, that's chicken. <laughs> no, look at me. Um, uh, I will go that route because they usually do it really, really fine and really, really well. The um, question is, have you ever tried Mexican street corn? Yes. I don't Elote. make it well. I know everybody says it's easy, and I'm sure it is. You just got to get the right stuff. Yes, and then you have to you cook really your corn. You really can't substitute any of the things in the recipe. No, and um, but I do like it when given to when someone else has has made it. Spaghetti tacos are great. Hard shell spaghetti tacos. Carrie and McComb, is that something you purchase out at a restaurant, or is that something you have made at home? Because now I am rethinking my spaghetti life. Do you make spaghetti with like a taco seasoning pack? Do you put it in your tomato sauce, or do you make taco meat and then you add in spaghetti noodles like i'm gonna have to carry you're gonna have to be a little bit more descriptive i'm interested in this because i have a three-year-old that would probably love that i think uh luke lucas in union has an idea since your little one likes the real quesadilla and like a burger kind of thing lucas chimes in and says the steak happy plate is my go-to but lately Thanks to Guy Fieri, I've been eating tortas. Tortas are like a Mexican hamburger. They kind of come on a bun. They get meat and all the toppings. It's really good. Really? So it's like the taco meat that's not in a patty, or is it a ta- or is it a hamburger it made I mean, you can with get taco other meats other than taco meat? But it's a bun. Yeah. Carrie said all of the abubs, bubs, buff, most blows, noodles, meat, cheese, sauce. Okay. Gonna buggy for a recipe. You guys stick with us. We got more coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Yeah, right now. 
It's a little bit more modern for the Guardians of the Galaxy, but they've mixed it up a little bit ever since he got an update. Now that music. you say it. Let's be fair, though. The only one I've gotten is the Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and that is uh, our movie sort of cue, or not clue, but it's cue for movies for uh, here on Good Things, but it's our movie Clue. And so we got Tanya in the house to talk about that. And as you were sharing in the break, you've been busy. Your yes. eyes have been busy. You've been catching up. I've been trying to catch up on my movies. My schedule... I had a little lull this week. It'll crank back up next week, but I took full advantage and caught up. But I did get to see Guardians last night. My husband, me, and one of my boys went, and we all really loved it. And as usual, it's got a fantastic soundtrack. So for me, those movies are worth it just to go listen to the music. Well, when you now say it, that that's what it's for, you can hear, like I haven't seen it, but you can hear that that would be a good fit for, for that movie. So catch. where does this one pick up? This one picks up right after they had a Christmas special, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it was like a Christmas special. <laughs> Maybe it may have been what it was called. I can't remember. Uh, or a holiday special. But it was on Disney Plus. So if you miss that, don't worry. You're going to be able to pick right up and follow along. But this picks up right after the events of that special. Um, and you find the gang. They are living on the planet nowhere. And they're just kind of making that their headquarters and getting settled in when they are attacked. Um, and it is... Uh, Somebody from Rocket's past coming in, the high evolutionary, as he's known, uh, is the bad guy who did experiments on Rocket when he was young. We get to see more of that. We kind of knew about it before this movie, but we get to really look at Rocket from a very young raccoon (laughs) to today. (laughs) And uh, he is attacked they figure out he's going to die unless they can go back to where those experiments took place and get the code to override this kill switch that is embedded in him that they did not know about until this attack. And so um, it's so heartwarming seeing little baby rocket. And <laughs> I mean, and the I've fact always, that he's like a little disgruntled. I know. I've always loved him. And, you know, he gets to shine a little more in this movie. Who voices him? Um, it's Bradley Cooper. Okay. And, you know, in this one, he's got a baby voice, and I forgot to look it up. I'm assuming Bradley did that, too, because uh, it still kind of sounded like him. But um, it's just a little bit of everything. You've got all the action. You've got the emotion. You've got, you know, this band of misfits. And it seems like yesterday that we were sitting here talking about the first Guardians movie. And I had never heard of any of these people. And they are now some of my favorite Marvel characters. Um, but as usual, they're quirky. They're funny. You know, um, and this one just didn't disappoint for me. Uh, there are two bonus scenes, uh, as usual, you know very quickly after credits start and then post credits. Now this one we did not see any thing about Kang who we have learned well previously and especially in the last Ant-Man movie he's kind of gearing up to be the new big bad guy um, of the universe. They're you know building up a new Avengers group and he's going to be the the big enemy. Well, the reason we don't see him in this one is because this one was actually supposed to be released in phase 4 of the Marvel world. Now we're in phase 5 and it just got delayed because of 
Um, their director got fired at one point, rehired. Do it. And um, uh, so anyway, it just got put on the back burner for a minute. But it's still a great movie, great soundtrack. Um, and yeah, I've definitely recommend it, especially if you, you know, if you're a Marvel fan, mm-hmm. you're going to love it, no doubt. And good for your 14 year old. Yeah, there was nothing. There's actually, I will say, Peter, um, get, says the F word. I almost said gets to say the F word. He gets to, he got an F word, get out of jail. The reason I say that is because I saw an interview with Chris Pratt where he said throughout this whole world of movie making, Every single Avenger has tried to get it in, and of course they all get cut. But his made it. So, uh, so there's a little bit of language. Of course, the violence. But, um, yeah, but that's what. But them. yeah, they you know they kind of have that little funny twist to their violence, if that makes sense. And Gamora is back too, which is confusing a lot of people. Um, and I'm not spoiling anything, uh, but the reason is, you know, there's two parallel worlds and she in this world, she's back, but she's the Gamora before she met the Guardians. So she and um, Peter are not in a relationship. And so that makes for a lot of fun, too. Yes. Oh, I can see where that would be a little bit of a twist. Yeah. Sure. And so this is James Gunn, the director's farewell to to this you know, he wanted to, he began the Guardian series. He wanted to end it. And now he has switched sides and he's gone to the DC universe. Um, and he's kind of headlining and heading up all of the the new stuff happening over there. That should be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be fun to watch and see Anything what happens. else coming out this week? Or are you yeah. backtracking to what you've seen? Well, the other big release this weekend is Love Again and great counter programming because your typical Marvel fan is not going to want to go see a romantic comedy. I'm probably one of the few exceptions to yeah. that. But this one stars, um, uh, Sam Hugan, who, I mean, Hewen, who, we all know from Outlander, he plays Jamie, James Fraser. And um, anyway, it's him, Priyanka Chopra Jonas is the um, the lead female in the movie. But she has lost her fiance. He is or her boyfriend. He was going to propose and she didn't know until after he died. So it's kind of sad. Um, but two years, the story kind of picks up. um Two years after he's died, she's in mourning, just can't seem to move past. And she talks to a friend that says, you know, the way I have kind of gotten through losing my wife is I talk to her. And so she kind of took that idea and started texting her dead boyfriend's phone. And the person... Uh, of course, as we all know, those numbers get reassigned. Yes. And so <laughs> somebody else gets the number. Text back. And he's reading all of her texts. He, too, is suffering a major breakup. And so what she says speaks to him. He has to go meet her. Uh, but he can't tell her what he knows. You know, it's a really sweet story. But the the best part of this movie is Celine Dion is in it. Uh, Sam's character is a music reporter, and so he goes to interview her, and of course she becomes his 
advisor on love oh that's cool um but the best part is you know you get to hear her music throughout the movie and she wrote five more songs for this movie um so i felt like it was almost more of a love letter to her i mean so it's fun the girls y'all are gonna love it uh great girls night out movie great date night movie um but you are going to be singing Celine Dion for a couple of days, I'm telling you. <laughs> there are worse things to say. Yeah, and it was so good to see her because, you know, she came out last year and said she's got a some health issues. like a stiff person disease, I think is what it's called. I'm sure there's something more technical. So we may not get to see much of her, you know, as she's dealing with that she is growing in wisdom yes years in wisdom yes and she is such a great actress she did such a great job in this movie you know so uh, it was really fun to see her and this one was also filmed back in 2020 during the pandemic so it's been sitting in the can for a few years years. just waiting Yeah. yeah it is um but yeah so rewind i finally got to go see super mario brothers fantastic for the whole family you know i cannot say one negative thing about it um even if you're not a mario person if you've never played the game you're going to enjoy it but you're really going to love it if you if even if you have just a little bit of knowledge about the game and i put myself in that category i've played with my niece and my kids through the years but i don't know all the nuances that they know and i still loved it and um and chris pratt voices mario so he's having a big week he is having a big week yeah um so definitely i i recommend that one for the whole family um are you there god it's me margaret i saw it um you know this one as we know is based on the book judy bloom um, but I felt like this is a good one to go see with your mom, like adult girls. Go see this with your mom. I thought it was just a real sweet little love letter to moms. Which is coming up for Mother's Day. So yeah, so take your mom outing. to see that Mother's Day weekend. I think I think that would be a great outing. Um, and then Polite Society is, this is the one I briefly talked about last weekend. It came out a week ago. Um, it is not at all what I thought. It's the story of a sister who wants to keep her older sister from being married. Um, she doesn't like the guy, so she hatches this plan um, to break up the the marriage or mm-hmm. the ceremony. And there's a whole lot more to it, and it's really, really a fun, good girl power movie. Sounds like there's a lot of options out there. So, Tanya, thank you for your time. You guys stick with us. we got a few more good things for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Well, 
Welcome back to Good Things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. You can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And if you're sitting in a Mexican restaurant, well, you're probably not listening to us unless you're streaming it from the, the app, and you hear that music behind you, you either get really excited or your butt cheeks squeeze together and you think, here it comes. Somebody told them it was my birthday or anniversary or something another, and then you sit there and fear that you're fisting to get whopped in the face with something you don't want and the silly hat comes on and and the whole and the whole shebang have you ever had that have you ever been the victim and it's victim because they will violently put a cream in your hair and eyeballs and all the things and i i'm joking i'm not violently but it feels that way at the time um or and then some just do it a little bit on your nose i think they can sometimes uh gauge what are the best options for them? But have you ever been surprised with the hat and the whole thing? I've been surprised with the hat. They never got anywhere close to so me. So they, with looked, a, they with looked at you and said, probably not a great idea to shove cream in his in his face and beard. Me, I've been not so lucky. To the point when we went uh, for uh, my birthday this last year, I told everybody I was sitting with, if this happens, I'm not leaving here happy, and you all are to blame, and I will be heck to go home with. Like Sometimes you just don't want the stuff you know, in your face, but it is part of the experience that is going on your birthday or so to your local Mexican uh, establishment if someone tattles on you. If you did it to yourself, I feel no sorries for you. You asked. You definitely asked for. Hey, speaking of movies, I saw this headline and I thought, huh, this is neat. A company is offering $1,000 to track all the crashes in the Fast and the Furious franchise. Would you be up for it? So a financial website. You have to watch all the Fast and Franchise movies. So a financial website is offering to pay someone $1,000 to watch all 10 films in Fast and the Furious series and take notes on all the car crashes in the movies. So they are seeking a Fast and the Furious claims adjuster to watch all the films, including the upcoming Fast X, and track the damages from all the car crashes depicted on the screen. And so the... The job posting states that the chosen candidate will be asked to note any car accidents that result in damage, including counting the number of accidents, extent of the damages, what cars are involved. I'm still trying to get to the point of it other than they will use the data to estimate the insurance impact of the franchise reckless driving. Ah, I see where they're going with this. So the chosen candidate, again, you'll get $1,000 for your efforts. That's like $100 to cover the cost of streaming the first nine films and then to cover the cost of you going to the theater to watch uh, the new one. Yeah, but that time spent watching all those is time you can't get back. No, but there's going to be a curious mind out there that would like to make a th- – like they're now they're now you've now we've piqued interest. Someone has said, well, I mean, I'd like I mean, to I do- could use $1,000. I'd use $1,000, and if you like the movies, and now like it's like – like a million things I'd rather watch. <laughs> well, then you're not going to be the guy for the job because <laughs> if you start – Breaking it out into how many hours you're actually doing or getting paid for, it starts to weaken in, in its, um, and I guess in its, uh, what it's going to pay you. But, but how interesting, it will be interesting to see if there is a follow up headline to this of how much damages, but it can't be any more than like NASCAR on a, any given Sunday when they, or, um, Whatever I don't know. Reason. There was a clip I saw where they were fighting in a parking garage, and Vin Diesel stomped, and the parking garage crumbled, 
And it was in that moment I was like, yep, I'm not catching up on this. Well, they went from stealing VCRs to having the strength to knock down parking garages. I don't want to know how that happened. Fair. I was talking about the damages to the nice, pretty cars. Don't you think some of that CGI, do you think they actually damaged those really nice cars? I'm fairly certain they crashed the Charger from the first one when it jumped and went oh, through. I'm sure the... some of it is legit. Bang, bang, shoot them up, wreck your car, pop. Practical physical, physical effects. Whatever. Um, but I can't, I don't know. I mean, that. I don't know what the budget is for those movies where those cars to just get. In the last one, they went to space. So I'm pretty sure that was CGI'd. I, I can't, I also just can't see because. It's hard to say that with a straight face. The people in Fast and the Furious went to space. I yeah. Well, no. there's a whole car commercial now where the little astronaut lady leaves her keys on Mars and she's able to open up her Kia with her phone because you know that's where we <laughs> that's where we're at. And so, <laughs> I guess anything's possible if you believe hard enough, work hard. Um, it's anything's possible. I'm just curious to see what would the adjustment claim be for it. Oh, it'd be a bunch of money. It'd be more than thousand dollars because they're not crashing. Hoopties. <laughs> but, oh, we redid the entire Fast and the Furious. With cars that barely cranked. With cars that barely cranked, like, and did it in the, you know, and past the county line. Let's just put it that way. That is a great use of AI. Somebody needs to get on that. <laughs> Replace all the nice, fancy, expensive cars with beaters. <laughs> Alrighty, stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. You got the boys from Sports Talk from 3 to 6. Rhino and I meet you back here t- Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.